So welcome to an original Mind Over Matter initiative. It's called the Make Our Voices Hot podcast. Here we use a variety of platforms to talk about mental health issues, all the stigmas, the stereotypes, the importance, basically all the solutions as well. So everything under the sun to make your life better because you know what they say, Mind Over Matter is the only way. So today we have our guest, Ms. Kirandeep Nocha. She has a master's in education, a graduate of commerce, and the holder of a degree in performing arts. Kirandeep is trained in theatre, set design, makeup, Odyssey dance, Indian and international folk dance, salsa dance, and teaching English as a second language. Her basic training in this field has been from Mumbai, Chandigarh, and Singapore. As an IV educator for over 18 years, she currently teaches MYP Theatre and DP Theatre at Pathways International World School. She is also an IV Theatre examiner and arts content developer for IV MYP. She has directed over 20 productions and choreographed 12 so far. Kirandeep has the experience of teaching all of the age groups in PYP, MYP as well as DP and has worked with some of the finest IV schools of India. Um, she's, in, she's worked with Ecole Mondial World School, Chamnapai Nasi International School, Podar, ORT International School, DPS International Ed School and Pathways World School. She's a passionate leader, a film buff and a creator by nature. Kirandeep believes that every individual should be exposed to performing arts. This is not just a subject, but a life skill that we all use all the time. Creativity has no boundaries. Thus, to be able to express our feelings and emotions through theatre and dance is truly the best way to lead a life. Welcome, Kiranandi, and thank you for doing this podcast. Thank you, Walia, and I must say how impressed I am. And you're doing something really amazing, which is the need of the hour. So, congratulations to you. Um, so you, te- you teach at Pathways, which is a boarding school. So in your opinion, do you think that it's a stressful experience for children to be away from their families? Uh, I must say that, you know, boarding school uh, is fun. However, some younger students at times uh, may have teething issues to settle in. But then later on, I have students who don't want to go back home for summer vacation because they're really well looked after. And sometimes, of course, you are homesick and you miss your parents and all that but then we have resident parents who you know take really good care of them and they are and you know you're in millennial age so they are in touch with their parents on whatsapp and phone calls every day so yeah they're all fine and do you think that it's a stressful experience for mentors and guides such as you to teach students I don't think it is stressful it is fun to especially teach teenagers at times it could be challenging because you know you have to catch up uh, you know to be at par with them and their uh, slang and everything it is challenging but I don't think it is stressful it's like you know you feel young all the time so yeah that's nice Uh, do you think that some of your students may experience stress absolutely students do experience a lot of stress Uh, you know uh, there's mental stress there is stress to submit assignments uh, there's a peer pressure, some do face bullying as well, social media pressure, there's lots, you know, that uh, children deal with, yes. And what advice do you give uh, Firstly, it is very, very important, uh, you know, that one understands who you are as a person. Uh, there has to be self, self-love and care, which is very important. Uh, you need to be comfortable in your own skin and we have to understand this is part of growing up people do pass comments there are judgments how you deal with it and how you you know uh, balance yourself out in that situation is important so I think a balance between good eating uh, exercise uh, you know 
at times of course you must get angry also you need to know when to tell a person to stop often we see you know they don't you know the simple bullying concept stop walk and talk that is the basic that everybody should do and eventually you know you have counselors and you have a forum in school set up especially where you can so you have to learn to voice it out and um, any advice for children dealing with exams stress and academics uh see primary role of any student is to study yeah you have to study so studying is important sleeping is very very important many many teenagers i feel you know just one night before their exam i don't know what they want to study the whole night that i think personally should not be the case uh, one night before your exams you must sleep well and yes you have to try your best and give it the best shot however this is what i tell all my students one exam is not going to define your future so if it's gone bad it's okay try again and you also mentioned social media and all those pressures so what effect do you think that social media is playing a role so i'll tell you what happens is when we are spending too much of time on social media our brain is getting over exercised uh, at times you're so brain tired that you are not able to absorb so much of easily available information some information maybe for a 13 14 year is not easy to absorb so there's too much of information there's too much of pressure and then there's comparison and you know so and so has 1000 followers i have only 200 followers that is enough to you know ruin your day and all that so i think social media you must be on it's a very very important platform to be um, well aware of what is happening in the world uh, connecting with friends and making new friends is such an amazing platform however study sleep eat every student should play a sport indulge in one creative art uh, pursue your passion and if you have time still left in the 24 hours then go on social media and you also mentioned a lot of like, like comparison so what advice would you give to teenagers who compare themselves to their friends or other like social media you see comparisons are arduous it is you know every each one has their own understanding some people are very content that's why self love and min- when you maintain a proper healthy balanced lifestyle your approach towards th- things is different and i mean what are you going to compare uh, instagram filters or uh, you know so many people have these bags or you know 100000 followers or whatever it is and then what so if you want to compare you will keep on comparing so my only advice is it's okay they are good so are you big deal that but should like, be the attitude what if it causes depression in a child or anxiety yeah. what would you do uh so firstly you know the practices that we follow back in our school and i'm talking about middle schoolers and dp students uh, uh there is a beautiful balance of everything that they do second uh there are chances that you do get depressed and you do get anxious over certain things and it actually becomes a sickness right in that that case we have series of counseling which is so important uh and you know real life situations and scenarios uh, you have to make uh, uh you know children feel so comfortable uh, and i think which is very important also uh depression is something 
you should know when to just draw that little curtain and you know I, when we grew up we didn't even know these words alia to be very honest i don't remember the first time i ever heard when i we were your age our life used to be only playing playing eating going to school and that's about it we didn't have these words so yes because this is lot of exposure to social media there's a lot of imp- uh, you know information about what anxiety is what clinical depression is and all that depression is what you ha- you have to have that wall in theater we use it it's called the fourth wall yeah and then you train yourself through activities that okay this is what i can take and rest all is invisible yeah and what advice would you give to parents first very important thing is a parents have to understand it is not the teenagers fault they have too much of information we have given them we have given them iphones and ipads and laptops and this ye speed the speed of wifi is not working never mind we will change the bandwidth and all that so there's too much of information uh and thanks to pandemic everybody was in isolation yeah so uh, uh it gets very difficult so they have to talk to i think table conversations dinner conversations breakfast conversations are very important if every family does that and it's okay i mean it's okay if somebody is feeling lonely we adults also you know feel depressed and you know anxious and all that so i think that conversation uh, parents need to have with kids and there should be this open uh, speaking policy at home that's what i think so Yes, uh, loss of sense of space. Okay, uh, having meaningful conversations, eye contact, right? All these things which are so important to develop, you know, your personality. Uh, and some of them, uh, you know, got so it's so difficult to part from your laptop. Yeah, you have been for two, two and a half years with your laptop in on your table and chair, limited space. so it's natural to forget the sense of that so you know once our post pandemic the school started you know it was initially a struggle but now you know we've gone back to normal so yeah and um so talking about depression in itself is usually considered like a taboo in older generations and even teenagers and they tend to misuse the term sometimes so what what advice would you give to both parents and teenagers firstly everybody should understand that such words are not to be used loosely you know it is not a slang to say that oh i am depressed you know you're depressed about what it's a it's a it's a really really big concern what happens with adults is see we are a sandwich generation yeah we are trying our level best to get progressive and we open to these new terms and terminologies and how to help and cope kids with it, it is not that when we were young these things were not there they were definitely there but it is very very important to be aware it is very very you know a child who gets into depression always gives signals yeah. so as adults and as friend circle or as family it's very important to identify those signals nobody one day wakes up and says i'm depressed it always something leads to that so those signals how would you know when you are with each other there's eye contact you're talking there's touch feel those things are very very important i feel and what kind of signals 
so for example just sitting and holding your t-shirt all the time and like crunching onto it all the time it is sign that there is some insecurity building up all of a sudden not wanting to eat for example all of a sudden not wanting to talk or being party to things that you were okay with those are signs why do we not observe it because everybody is so busy either they are on laptop or they are on phone or they are you know or watching some series or something or the other and then we have started to believe that's how the world is but you know that demarcation is so important lot of signals children give adults give before they actually get into that Mental and physical health. Uh, do you think that they're like two sides of the same coin? Do you think that they're interdependent? So I personally feel uh, mental and physical health are very, very interconnected. They are like married. Mm-hmm. You know, they are like a relationship. If one gets affected, eventually yeah. it is going to have repercussions on the other. often people think that mental and physical uh, things are two different things but they are not right if for example you're physically tired and you're not able to do certain things it will affect you mentally as well and vice versa so it's i think one thing it's not two separate things and how would you help parents and teenagers deal with like if there's an issue with one and there's certainly repercussions on the other what advice would you see mostly uh, just by talking out and just by making some altercations it can be easily you know sometimes it's just a mood swing also it could be as simple as that but if it is like a very very serious issue that depression is leading to you know uh, locking yourself up or trying to commit suicide or getting into drug abuse and all those kind of thing then that's the time you definitely need clinical help but generally family talking and just you know for it's so important uh, for anybody to just know that somebody is there to listen to you and is not judging you that one person that comfort one person should be there in every every house and i think uh, i always tell parents just be open to what your kids are talking you know forget about what you did when you were younger but things have changed so yeah and um, as a mother yourself to a teenager what advice would you give to parents about handling moody teenagers and teenagers with like mood swings going through so moody things i still am moody i i i still pms right it is part of our uh, you know this thing so i think uh, adult should be more sensitive towards it and uh, that one little hug that one hot chocolate or that one just abrupt plan of going for a movie just leave everything you know sometimes it's okay nahi padha two days you don't study what's the big deal or if you have got bad grades what's the big deal or if due to you know puberty and all you're you know struggling with the changes your body or mentally you're feeling it it's okay it's eventually everything is going to be fine so that readiness you know often especially in india uh, parents are not okay to talk these things out with kids right they'll not talk about puberty and what body changes are going to happen or you know you will not discuss uh, you know certain things because they find it very private and all that so i think i think it should just be out and everybody mm-hmm. should be yes app openness is the key to move ahead that's what i feel okay so thank you so much for your precious time and your uh, valuable my pleasure
and experience. So our vision was basically to create like a youth-powered, non-profit encouraging conversation to kind of educate people and break the stigmas around mental health. And so we'd like to thank you for joining us in our mission. My pleasure and I'm glad. In fact, I'm going to share with you some of my students' performances. So we do a lot of performances. We use body and scenarios to break the taboo and, you know, to you know make create that awareness so i'll share with you that will give you some insight into that's a very visual way is a very beautiful way to educate anybody where there are no dialogues there's nothing it's only scenarios that creates that impact so i'm very very happy and impressed you. and uh, you're doing a lovely thing and i wish you all the very best with it